co-host Jamie who is going to be doing our intro as usual so do you want to go ahead and take those away hey guys as always if you want to support us you can start with monthly donations on our patreon which is in the link in our bio on instagram we'll have our instagram handle link below as well since we recently started that a little while ago but this will allow us to create engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms Secondly, send us a voice message on Anchor. This will allow us to hear what you have to say, and you may be featured on a future episode. Lastly, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, so our podcast will show up more when people search for us. Get us in the top 100. That's our goal. Yes! So make sure to go over to Apple Podcasts and, you know, rate us there and like us there and subscribe over there. It really helps us out a lot and make sure that people can find us and if you guys are on our Instagram, yay. But if you're not, then go ahead and check us out on the Instagram because we are very active on Instagram. We are actually doing this new thing called a card a day where we draw a card from an Oracle deck. Any Oracle deck that I have, I only have like, what, three of them? <laughs> and then I, we kind of go over what that card means for us for that day, for the week, for whatever we think that that card means. And then we also look at what the card means as far as the book goes too. So... We've got a lot of really interesting stuff over on Instagram, and I think you guys should definitely check it out. Also, if you want to see my altar, Instagram. <laughs> Just Instagram for everything. Yeah, Instagram is great for everything. So we kind of abandoned the Facebook train a little while ago because it's getting too political and depressing. Yeah, I agree. Somebody's phone is on. My bad. Love you professional podcasters over here as you can see in season three we still have our phones on it's okay mine rang a little while ago and i was like oh well jamie over here just finally kind of got like a half-assed setup for my podcasting area and i have like a poster board on top of it and that was probably not the best idea to put my phone on but yes jamie finally has a podcast set up yay such happy my little space but anyway michelle what are we talking about this week um, so this is going to be the first in the series of Divination. We're really excited to begin the series, and we're going to start with the runes. So for those of you who don't know, Divination is a means of, like, looking into the future. Uh, you know, like, kind of, like, future telling. And there are many methods in which you can do that. I'm sure, like, a lot of people have heard of, like, looking into the crystal ball. There's a lot of, like discussion of oh if I could look into my crystal ball I don't know exactly what I'd see or I'd see this in your future you know or my parents always used to tell me nobody has a crystal ball nobody knows what's gonna happen in the future well they do have a crystal ball and if nothing changes you can kind of tell what's going to happen in the future so it is very interesting so there are many 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 divination tools that you can use I personally use divination tools that have a I don't know, I want to say like a third party involved, so like a stone or a crystal or something like that involved. However, some people choose not to go and use that route because you can be influenced and whatnot. But anyway, without further ado, we're going to be talking about 
the runes. What the runes are, and if you have any questions, you can talk about that too. Although I think we've talked about this a lot in our personal lives, so you may not have any questions. <laughs> so I wanted to discuss the runes and the magic surrounding them. And runes are really difficult to find information on because a lot of people do not know a lot about them. And they're not as popular as Tarot. And I'm going to be comparing them quite a bit to Tarot. And I'm hoping that the next episode will be about Tarot because Tarot is very fascinating and so is its history. But we'll be discussing what runes are, how we use runes, and how they relate to Wicca. Where you can purchase some runes and how to take care of some runes and connecting with the runes. What the difference is between Tarot and runestones. Why there are some differences between the two. And maybe a little bit of history, although this episode is going to be kind of long, so I'm thinking about having like a history of runes in another episode, so we'll see what happens. So I just want to let you guys know this is a personal view on how to use runes. I can't actually tell you like what exactly they are. I can tell you what I've learned. I can tell you my personal experience with runes, and I can tell you what a lot of other people use runes for. However, people use runes differently, and many other people have different methods. They have different experiences, and that's okay. So just make sure that you remember that when you're listening to this podcast. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what are runestones, and what are they used for? So, runes are an extremely ancient set of alphabetic symbols that are engraved onto a stone or wood or plastic or sometimes even a crystal. The set of runes, <coughs> rune stones, has 24 stones, although they can range about 24 to 30 depending on their origin. Most rune stones have a letter or a symbol from the Elder Firthark alphabet with a different meaning and a different interpretation to each symbol. Some rune stones have different alphabets on them. I personally have the Elder Firthark, and that's the main set that is used, and some sets have a blank rune included, however, that's highly debated. Um, so they're used for future prediction or fortune telling. Some people use it to get further insight into a situation they need help with. Some people use, like, your, um, what were we talking about <laughs> beforehand, like, with the, uh, with the with the puma, with the snow leopard today. Mm. Your intuition. There we go. That yeah. word. So my words. words are not working today as per usual. Some people use intuition to connect with the runestone. Some people use it for spell work. And some people use it to work alongside the subconscious. And some people use um, the runestones to connect with their spirit guides. It's really interesting how people use the runestones, but you know, you can get really effective results and it can kind of guide you in the way that you need to be guided. Um, typically, you would keep your runes in a cloth. As, however, some people cast them into a bowl. You can cast them into a cloth. You can cast them into a bowl. You can cast them on the floor. I mean, it doesn't really matter where you cast them. People can cast them everywhere. Um, but I cast mine onto a cloth. And we'll talk about that in a bit. So... That's kind of the basic description as to what runes are. The Elder Firthark runes are actually from the Nordic region, and it possibly has some, like, Italian influence as well. But the Elder Firthark, as far, as far as I've seen, is, like, the main alphabet that is used. There are other ones that are used, but I don't know the names of them, and I also don't know what they mean. I personally study the Elder Firthark. It's got, it's Nordic, some Italian, and a little bit of German thrown in there too. So it's really interesting to see 
all of that together. This is actually the first alphabet that we as like humans had gotten. So I would really recommend just looking at it because just even looking at it, some of them are really fascinating to see how they are like constructed and stuff like that, especially considering it's the first alphabet. So the next question, do runes actually predict the future? So I get asked this question a lot with a lot of different things. Like does Tessiography actually predict the future? Does Tarot actually <laughs> predict the future? And I kind of give the same answer each time. It's kind of a complicated question and it kind of depends on things, <laughs> but they can't tell you exactly how things are going to be playing out. However, as a Wiccan, at least, I believe that we don't have, like, a set path. It's not like Christianity or anything like that where God makes a path for you, and that's your only path. I believe that we have our path, and we can choose to go a different route, or we can choose our destination so that the runes kind of predict how things are going to be if everything stays the same, if that makes sense. So, like, if you're going to your destination, are you going to meet a wolf on the way to Grandma's house? That's kind of what the runes are for. That's if nothing changes, so if everything stays the same. However, if you change something, then the outcome of those runes will be different, and not everything is just decided. Like, runes don't have, like, they're not a dangerous, they don't have, like, a dangerous stigma around them, like Tarot or, like, the Ouija board do. And they're not really considered something that could harm you in the spiritual way. Like a lot of other divination tools seem to have that stigma. But using runes to help you predict the future is a lot like asking like for spiritual guidance or for spiritual help. Or like if you have a situation and you're not quite sure on what to do, they can just give you like a better insight into the future and a better insight into a, situa a situation rather than tell you like this is going to happen. They will tell you what will happen in the future if the situation does not change. And a lot of people believe that these stones are not selected at random. Your spirit guides are actually choosing the stones for you. Which I, I believe that and I think that that's very true. This is kind of another way for your spirit guides to communicate with you other than dreams or, you know, meditation or something like that. This is just another way to connect. This is interesting. I've never heard any of this before. <laughs> yeah, runes are really, I think runes are really fascinating. So, and you have runes, right? Yes, I do. So, like, what do you do with them? Because I know that you've, like, talked to me about them and you've shown me them, but, like, what what do you specifically do with yours? So, after I was done learning them, which, let me tell you, that takes a hot minute. So, when you say learning them, are you talking about, like, what they each mean? Yeah. Okay. So, they each have a meaning. They each have a, like, pronunciation to them, which I still don't know how to say the pronunciation. And they each also have, they kind of relate to the Jewish tradition or the Jewish words and the Jewish alphabet in, in a way. And they kind of have, like, a, a secondary meaning, kind of. It's, it's kind of complicated to explain, but looking at the Hebrew text and looking at the runes, they're kind of similar. They look hmm. really similar. It's really fascinating. And so the runes, they have a meaning behind them. They have a god behind them. And they have, like, a, a, like they're a part of each, 
a god set like you have Odin set and then you have like a couple of other sets two other sets I forget what their names are though but like I said like you have these runes in here and these runes might mean like power or strength or something like that but then they also have negative readings so you can read a rune upside down now that's not for all of them actually that's for some of them but it is really interesting. So when you cast them, so I either throw them or there are specific like sets you can kind of use. You can kind of put them in like different quarters and stuff like that and read them that way. Or you can do the, the basic like past, present, future thing, which is what a lot of tarot readers, especially beginning tarot, you do, you pull a card for the past, you pull a card for the present, and you pull a card for the future. You can do that with runes as well. Oh, okay. So the next question I get is, do runes and tarot do the same thing? And why would you have runes and tarot cards? So yes, both of them can be used for divination and both of them will be like in the divination section. Both of them tell future in a different kind of way. A lot of people choose to use tarot or runes depending on the situation and the information that you need. Personally, I feel strongly connected to runes. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure it's because it's like a different, you know, it's like a crystal. You're, you're putting a crystal, you're putting a piece of wood, you're putting something else into the situation that deals with divination rather than just you and like a stack of cards or something like that. But I'm not exactly sure what it is about runes and pendulums, but I do like having the crystal, the wood, or that other material that kind of influences a little bit. And I feel like it makes it a lot easier for me to be able to understand exactly what's happening and what's going on. So I'm a very visual person, so giving me something like a symbol rather than a letter to look at, it will help me out a lot more rather than giving me words to memorize and stuff like that. So it's, it's really... It's really fascinating because when I was learning sign language, it was kind of the same thing, whereas one sign meant this, and it was really easy to memorize, okay, so this means that because it looks like that. It's kind of the same with runes. Like, um, Gibo is a good one, G-E-B-O. That one is the letter X, and it means to give somebody something. So I always imagine those X's coming together, and they're giving each other something. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just one of the things that I do to memorize this stuff. Um, I do use tarot for more generalized things. So if I need like a quick help in a situation, I'll pick up a card and see what it says about that. And that usually works really well for like a short general reading. So for example, in a situation where say me and Jamie get into an argument, or sometimes I even use this with my parents to see what the situation's gonna play out as, and sometimes we can give you a more in-depth analysis of the situation that's going on, and sometimes it's just better to use the runes for a situation. It just depends on your personal preference, the situation at hand, and the answers that you're seeking. Tarot is a very personal way to connect with the universe, and runes are kind of like bits and pieces of the universe. Rune readings can be odd, and sometimes they just kind of hint towards answers, and you have to work out the rest of it for yourself. And, um, yeah, the word rune actually means whisper or secret or mystery, <laughs> so that kind of answers that. <laughs> but owning both of them is definitely not a problem, and I think that you should own both runes and tarot, as they're both very different methods. Also, how are you going to know which one you like more than the other if you don't have both of them? Because runes can be used for this and that, and tarot can also be used for this and that. I feel like runes are really important. 
for, you know, if you're just trying to get like little specks of information or, you know, maybe you want to get a more in-depth analysis. It just depends for each person. And like I think I was talking about on the Instagram post, I had gotten an oracle deck, the Magical Herb Oracle, and I just did not connect with this fucking deck. I don't know what it is about it. I just didn't fucking connect with it. I mean, when I first got it, I was like, yes, this deck is great. It's about herbs. I love it. But now I just don't connect with it. And that can happen with runestones, too. It can happen with any divination tool, and that's perfectly okay. That's fine. That's natural. That just happens wow. sometimes. So, what is the relevancy between runestones and Wicca? That's another question that I get asked quite a bit. Runes are basically known for having magical properties and protection properties as well. Runes are mainly used for seeking spiritual advice if you need help with the situation. With um, Wiccans do use runes for meditation, just like crystals and tarot and other natural elements. If you're doing a reading or you're trying to cast a rune, um, you know, you sometimes you get a rune that you're like drawn to and you can do some meditation with that rune. And it can also be used for spell work, spell casting. You can cast protection spells with runes. They're very important for protection spells, actually. You can also draw rune symbols on your wand. Runes are also known as a very highly powerful and good way to take control of your life and to see it kind of from the outside looking in and to kind of have your life in your hands, if that makes sense. They're also really used for power spells. And runes can be used for, like, whenever you feel like it. If you need, like, you, if you're feeling like you need spiritual guidance or advice or you're seeking help for a situation, like I had said. But the key is don't repeat the question, like, 90 times. Usually you have to trust the runes the first time that you get the reading because it will become less and less accurate as you keep doing that. <laughs> and just don't repeat things over and over again. Like I said, you can't ask questions over and over again. You can't, like, phrase them differently because they will no longer be accurate. And you just need to trust your runes. <laughs> so, it's the same thing with tarot cards. If you keep asking the same question over and over again, it'll just be less accurate. And I feel like, honestly, there are some crystals, there are some cards out there that will just, they'll fuck with you, you know? Really funny story. I know I keep going back to my tarot cards and my cards that I've got because I've got more experience with those. I don't have a whole lot of experience with runes, but I've got, I feel like, a decent amount of experience, about, like, six months to a year or whatnot, learning and, like, casting them and stuff. But as far as, like, the tarot is concerned, I remember one of my friends, I guess we'll call her L. um because I don't know what else to call her, but she will, she will come up in another episode, I can guarantee that one, but she wanted me to do a reading for her, and I was like, okay, that's totally fine, like, we can totally do a reading. First of all, she was sitting there, and she was like, oh, aren't you gonna do this? And I was like, you don't have to do it that way, you know, but I did it for her that way, and then second of all, the tarot deck that I was using was the steampunk tarot deck, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I just, I don't like this deck that much. I keep it because it was my first tarot deck. And, you know, it's like your first ever deck that you got, your first crystal, your first this. Like, you want to keep those things because it's, like, sentimental value. And it's, like, really important, like, sentimental value to me, at least. But anyway, it gave her a really mean reading, but, like, low-key accurate. 
I feel like the runes are kind of like they know when a person is trying to just like get a different outcome that's not meant for them. Yeah. So the person just keeps asking over and over like until they get like the answer they want, but like that's not how their path is meant to like that's not how, what where they're meant to like lead mm-hmm. to like so yeah that's kind of funny dude your runes will fuck with you yeah they will fuck with you and if you keep fucking with stuff it will fuck with you <laughs> so the next one is the next question that i get asked anyway is how do you connect to your runes a lot of people don't know how to connect to their runes or their cards or whatever so if you, you know, if you're a Wiccan and you're learning in Wicca and you receive something or you get something that you're going to use in your magic or your spell casting for future prediction or anything like that, you sort of need to connect with that item. You need to purify them from any unwanted energy before you can do any casting with them. You can cleanse your rooms and... Oh, then there are a lot of different ways that you can do that. A lot of different Wiccans do lots and lots of different ways to cleanse their runes. That's the first thing that you want to do. You want to pour some water over it. Sometimes you don't, depending on what kind of runes that you have. Um, so my, my problem with the water thing is that if you have a specific crystal, and it, always do research into your crystals, but if you have a specific crystal then it can deteriorate. So like angelite is my um, my pendulum, but if I put that into water, then it deteriorates and it turns into gypsum. And so when it turns into gypsum, then it can just dissolve into water and it can dissolve in your hands and it, then it's not fucking useful anymore. Um, another thing that you can do is you can leave them outside on a full moon or you can actually bury them. The other one is the smoke method, where you take um, some smoke, you can take some sage, and you run your runes through the sage. Um, Another way that you can do this, like I said, the burying thing for about 24 hours. Um, Personally, I prefer to pass the runes through the smoke, because you never know what your runes are truly made of. Uh, You can get rose quartz runes, which I personally would love to get some rose quartz runes. That would be absolutely wonderful. Um, But like angelite, like I said, you can't put that into water. So using the smoke method on that one, that one is is really, really, really good. I have wood runes personally, so I don't think putting wood in water is actually a good idea so that's another reason to do the smoke method and a lot of runes actually are made of wood and so cleansing them can get a little difficult sometimes especially if you home make them and they don't have a protective sealant on them so my runes have a protective sealant because I got them from my local pagan shop and so that's one of the ways that you can cleanse your runes is just by doing that when you first get your runes, you want to carry them with you for a couple days or weeks to a month and just let the runes get to know you and your pattern and your life. And you can also sleep with them next to your pillow and you can try to use them as frequently as you possibly can. You can use them in spells, meditation, and you can just use them as much as you possibly can. Personally, I would just carry my runes around with me just for no fucking reason. But you can also place them on your altar. You can lay them out completely on your altar so they can get used to your patterns. And then 
you know, get used to you. Some people say that you're not fully connected to a divination tool until you sleep with it between your legs, especially if you're a woman. So, Why? <laughs> yeah. You have to get really personal with your uh, with your tools. So it just really uh, depends on the person and what they want to do. So, yeah. The next question that I get asked is, where do you pur purchase your runestones from? Um, you can get runestones almost anywhere. You can get them from the internet. I personally got mine from a local Wiccan shop. It's the witchy store that me and Jamie had gone to. Um, I'm always trying to support local witches, and I got mine from the shop here. And I had to pick up a little book for myself, but you can also go on Amazon. I believe that most runes actually come with a book on how to read them, but I had to get the runes and the book separately. But you can find some really awesome runes on Amazon as well. My recommendation is to just look at the reviews to make sure that the stones are legitimate or there's nothing wrong with them or they're that not like missing any. I know like there's a lot of stuff on the internet that can go wrong with purchases and stuff like that and you don't want them to go wrong with your purchase. Um, some people just do not connect with their rune stones that they get on the internet and some people do. It just really depends on the person. And sometimes it's hard to find some on the internet. I, I feel like when it comes to anything like Wiccan or witch related, and you've told me this many times whenever we go to the witchy store, is to see the stuff that you're purchasing in person and really just get like to like touch it or get a feel for what like works best for you, like what you vibe with. So I feel yeah. like personally, I wouldn't buy stuff like that off the internet. Because I just feel like maybe the quality wouldn't be that good. But you never know. I just like the idea of going and being able to see what you want in person. That way you can know that it's, like, connecting with you. I agree. I definitely agree. Like, you never know, like, what is the best for you. So I always say to go in person. I think that you should go in person, especially if you're going to get a stone. I yeah. had this beautiful crystal once. It was gorgeous, it was beautiful, but it didn't like me, and it kept running away from me. Like, you know, stones don't physically, like, run away or anything like that, but, you you know, you find it in weird places, and so it's not a ghost or anything that's moving that. The crystal just does it, it moves. And so, one day, and this is not even physically possible, I don't even know how this happened, but one day, it just left. Like, I have gone through my entire room. Jamie, you know I'm switching rooms right now. I still have not been able to find this damn crystal. And there's no way that it went anywhere else except for this freaking room. Because I don't take my crystals anywhere. I take a select few of them, like smoky quartz and stuff like that with me. Maybe some obsidian every now and then. But I do not take any other crystals with me because they, right. you know, they have their home here. And it just left and I don't know how it left but it did <laughs> she was not feeling it was not feeling it with me so they they can do that sometimes and I feel like it's important to go to the store see if these particular runestones will work with you or if they will not work with you it just it really depends so are there different kinds of runes and if so what is the one that's best for me so the answer to that is yes, there are many, many, many different kinds of rune sets made of many different materials, and it works a lot like tarot cards. Um, you know, you can be drawn to a certain set, or you can be drawn to none that day. I only have one set of runes, and they're the ones that um, 
I think they're handmade, and I wanted to make absolutely sure that I didn't get a set that I was not drawn to. I specifically picked out, like, this specific kind of set that I knew that I would be drawn to. And I didn't want to make the same mistake I did with my tarot cards that I was just talking about, where I'd seen these tarot cards in the shop, and then I got these cards, and then I didn't connect with them at all. Not even a little bit. So and I... Those that, um... You, because in our daily tarot card readings over on our Instagram, is that's the one that you don't really mesh well with. So I actually have two sets of tarot cards. So the ones that we use on our Instagram are mainly oracle cards. Those are great for doing like daily readings, daily affirmations and stuff like that. Tarot cards are completely different than oracle cards. And we'll talk about the differences between those in another episode. But I have another set that I haven't even brought onto the Instagram lives because um, I just do not connect with them. They're a steampunk card. And... They, I actually have them sitting, like, right here, which is really funny. Um, but they're, like, a steampunk tarot set, and they just... I just don't vibe with them. In fact, they are the first tarot cards I had ever seen. They're, I, I had never even known of this world, and I went to this shop and got these steampunk cards because I thought that they were cool-looking. I thought they were, like, postcards. I didn't know they were tarot cards until way later. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I know. I thought it was hysterical. So, yeah. I decided to uh, play a little bit smarter and safer with the runes and just get a set that I personally feel a connection to. So, sometimes it's a good, like, it's good to get a set that you don't connect to because, like, it's a good way to practice and stuff like that. But also, if you don't connect to the cards or the runes or the stones or whatever... It's good for you to um, practice them, but if they don't connect to you, you're going to have a hard time practicing because usually those things run away. <laughs> um, but it's it's just important that you practice, you know, no matter what you get. Um, the Like I said, the you can also, like, hand make your runes if you really want to and you're, like, a stickler about that. You can get a stick about 36 inches long and I think that's how long that you'll need to be able to cut the runes. I don't know exactly how big each rune is, but you can cut them. And yeah, you can cut the, so you cut the, the runes from the stick and then you can carve the runes inside of each like little round that you get from the stick. Weird. I've never seen them in person, so I don't, it's like, that's weird to me. I think it's really cool because you can go out and find a stick and then cut them up and stuff like that. I really yeah. want to get some rose quartz runes, like, so bad. Or, like, some lapsus lucy runes. Like, those would be so pretty. Um, but you can, like I said, like, the different kinds of stones, like, they're more powerful in specific kinds of magic. Like, you can use them for other magics. But, like, rose quartz, for example, is very popular with love magic or anything of that, like, kind and variety. And especially since somebody's getting married soon, it's a really awesome wedding gift. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she's dropping hints, guys. She's dropping, hints. <laughs> dropping all the hints guys <laughs> um but if uh you have a crystal or stone or wood that you're really attracted to you can try and find some runes in that if you have something you're really drawn to you can definitely get them like custom made too especially off etsy 
Because when you, when you know, you just kind of know. Just because my set works for me doesn't mean that it will necessarily work for everybody else. I don't know what exactly my set is um, made, made of. It's some kind of wood. But it may not work for you. It may yeah. work for somebody else. It may work yeah. for you. It may, may, may not work for you. I have a lot of witchy friends, um, and we all are like... You know, I want to get the same runes as you, I want to get the same tarot as you, I want to get the same this as you, but at the end of the day, you're drawn to what you're drawn to, and sometimes just because you look at them, um, you know, it doesn't mean yeah. that you're necessarily always drawn to them. Yep. But sometimes you're not. You connect with what you connect with, and that's just that. You know, it clicks in your brain, and it just, it works. So the one that I have at the moment is just like a wood set of runes, like I said. You could probably find them on Amazon, but it's just a basic wood set with, like, the rune carved in. I absolutely love these, and it's actually, like I said, I think it's handmade here in Colorado. I'm not exactly sure, like, where, and I don't really know, but I know that the witchy shop that I go to, they get a lot of stuff that's made here in Colorado, and I really love that, because you're not only supporting the shop, but you're supporting the local artists around, too, and local witches, <laughs> so I'm absolutely in love with that, but like I said, my runes are made from wood. They have a coating over it, and I don't know what the coating is made of or anything like that, but it's actually really important if you're going to have, like, these wooden runes and whatnot, because they will fade after a time of you using them. You have oils on your skin, you have oils on your hands, you know, you're touching things all the time. It will rub off into the runes, especially wood, and it can potentially rub off off the runes. So you want to make sure that you have that protecting coating over it so nothing happens to your runes. And these were the runes that I felt the absolute most connection with. I have 26 stones, including a blank one, in my rune set. So we're going to be talking about the last question here, and that is, how do I store my runes? A lot of people ask how you store runes, because you you know, they just don't really know how to store the runes um, without damaging them. And they just don't know, like, what exactly to do to store them. So what I do is I put them in a little pouch. You can put them in a little pouch. You can put them in a box that you know is going to be secure. I put mine in a little pouch that has, like, a braid or something on it. It's, like, some embroidery. It's really pretty. Um... And it's really, really cute. It actually came in, like, a little green bag when I got it. And I just kept, like, <laughs> I felt like the runes are squished. And, like, if you ever want to put your hand in, because, like, you can put your hand in and pull a rune out. And you can do kind of, like, the rune of the day kind of deal thing. But they were just really squished in this little green bag. <laughs> so I wanted to be able to put my hand in the bag and pull some runes out of the bag if I wanted to and the green one was just too small. So I put them inside of a bigger bag so I wouldn't I would be able to do that. So if that's something I want to do in the future. If that's something that we want to do in the future, that's totally possible. Also if you guys want to see like maybe a rune of the day, let me know and we can pull the runes out and we can do the runes. Um, maybe you could post a little picture of like the bag and then some of your runes on, like, our Instagram page for yes. people. So we will post, uh, I will post the runes with the bag on it. Super cute. 
<laughs> but the one thing that you want to make sure is that your bag is secure. I've tried putting them in several different bags and sometimes when I put the bags in my purse or wherever because it's important to carry these things around with you sometimes um, they would fall out and that's not something that you want to happen with your runes. So make sure that you remember that your runes need to be secure especially if you're going to be taking them places. So I'm not going to be going over how to interpret the runes in this podcast just because it would be really difficult to explain all the instructions of it. Um, and it would be, you know, this is listening. This isn't visual. Maybe I can go over some of those things on our Instagram, but not the podcast. I will, however, tell you what I have done in order to do that. And one of the things I did to understand the runes and to get to know the runes a little bit better in general, like the symbols and everything, was I actually installed something called Quizlet onto my phone. And I would go over Quizlet quizzes that were about the runes to help me understand, you know, okay, this rune means this and this rune means that and this word means this and it would help me like know the terms the differences for holidays for example so lunasa um is like you're making bread and you want to put a symbol on top of that bread and a lot of time people will use runes and so knowing which rune means what word you can put that on top of the bread and really like wish someone like a really happy lunasa or you can also like curse them with the rune if you really wanted to but like let's not do that <laughs> i mean you do you though if you want to curse somebody then that's that's how you would do it um but that's not a thing i would do <laughs> but anyway uh quizlet is great for learning the runes and using them and all that kind of stuff so in some ways you can pick up a rune and you can just kind of like read the rune for the day or you can just sit and like go through all the quizlet and the runes and stuff like that depending on what you want to do so i'll go over some basic ways to read them <laughs> what you can do is you could do like the rune of the day like i was talking about you can throw some runes some people throw them um you can pick like five or six of them and you can like do them that way and how you read those is completely up to the individual if you're going to be casting runes that way. Um, you can also do a spread. There are different spreads. There's like the Odin spreads. And then there's the three card spread that I was talking about where you have, you know, the past, present, and future. You can do that with the runes as well. There's the, the nine spread where you have nine different runes that you go over and each of them affect the runes in different ways and it gets really complicated really quickly. <laughs> but that's the basics of the runes. Very basics about the runes and like getting the runes and stuff like that. And that is the end of everything that I was going to talk about today. There'll definitely be pictures yeah. on the Instagram. I know I've shared pictures of them before. Maybe we could do a rune a day, like, on Fridays. Maybe we could. Maybe Friday could be our yeah. rune day. That would be awesome. We could do something like that. That would be really fun. Yeah, yeah. that would be a lot of fun, and we could all learn the runes together. So if you want to see something like that, definitely let us know. We probably will incorporate something like that. Um, there are many, 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 many different things that you can use for divination, and the runes is just one of them. So if you don't connect with the runes, don't worry. There are many different ones that you can use. Let us know which divination tool you want to hear about next. I think we may cover tarot just because it's so talked about. We'll also be going over the history of some of these things, too, because... 
the history of these things are just so fascinating, especially Tarot. If anyone's used the Rider White deck, you know that that's definitely an interesting, interesting story. <laughs> so um, that's everything that we have for this week, guys. And we will hear from you guys next week, hopefully. And we'll have another episode for you guys next week. And it's going to be super, super exciting. Yes, stay safe. Stay safe. Stay tuned. Stay woke. Bye. Bye, guys.